The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to St. John. Glory to you, Lord Christ. When the crowd formed, found Jesus on the, side of the other side of the sea, they said to him, Rabbi, when did you come here? Jesus answered them, Very truly I tell you, you are looking for me, not because you saw signs, but because you ate your fill of the loaves. Do not work for the food that perishes, but for the food that endures for eternal life, which the Son of Man will give you. For it is on him that God the Father has set his seal. Then they said to him, What must we do to perform the works of God? Jesus answered them, This is the work of God, that you believe in him whom he sent. So they said to him, What sign are you going to give us then, so that we may see it and believe you? What work are you performing? Our ancestors ate the manna in the wilderness, as it is written. He gave them bread from heaven to eat. Then Jesus said to them, Very truly I tell you, it was not Moses who gave you the bread from heaven, but it was my Father who gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is that which comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. They said to him, Sir, give us this bread always. Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise be to the Lord Christ. In the name of God who created us, and who redeems us, and who sustains us, amen. Amen. So we will do what it is that the gospel tells us to do today. We will enjoy bread together. We will enjoy a lot of other food together. And I want us to think about that because there is, and I don't know the exact time, I've heard different times, but there's a time after you've ingested something when it still is its own shape or form or substance before it starts to be transformed and the nutrients that are available are used and the other parts of it that become part of you are taken into your system and give you the sustenance that eating gives you. And it probably was true with Jesus' friends that they didn't always get the bread right away. They didn't always get the teaching right away. They didn't always get what he was up to right away, and they did what we often do when we're in that circumstance. Uh, a couple things. They um, argued about it, sometimes with him and sometimes with one another, so that they uh, tended to say, oh, no, no, this is what he meant, or no, no, this is what that means. Or um, The other thing that they tended to do was sometimes they were so zealous in responding to it that they then kind of overflowed. And so we see times of them overflowing when, in fact, they keep little children from him and they do other things that they're crossing a line. And so somewhere in there following him and discovering him as the bread of life, they came to a moment, and that moment wasn't of their own making. It's the moment that we call Pentecost where the substance that Jesus gave became so integrated into them that it was in their cells. Now, it wasn't a one-and-done kind of thing, but it was the kind of thing that so shaped their lives that they began to live their lives in ways that showed themselves to be people who had had this bread of life that he talks about. Um, it's really powerful and important for us to connect that bread of life to what we do when we make 
our time together centered on Eucharist, Thanksgiving. Because the response, the appropriate response, is not as we see in some circumstances to say, great, bread of life, mine, thank you, keep away from it. It's not to say, bread of life, no, no, no. But it's to receive and then give. That's the process, to receive and then to give. And so I was thinking today about these kinds of phrases we have. Like This would not be what I'm thinking about when someone might say about another person, uh, I've had it up to here with them, you know, I'm f- or they're full of it, right? That's not what we're talking about. But what we're talking about is this bread that they want to connect to this moment in the desert when in fact they were provided for in profound and miraculous ways and Jesus saying, I am that bread and here is the place and I'll ask you, Um, how your mom's doing and where your mom is today because I think she mentioned she maybe was going to be able to be here today. Um, I wish she was here for this part because she's so proud in claiming her heretical identity and character in this and I want to show her I have a little heretic stuff going on here too Um, because I think what Jesus wants us to know is that once that bread's within us, we become Jesus. And more importantly, we become God's persons in this life. So when the Spirit comes and Jesus said, you'll do greater things than I will do, it's that recognition that, yes, we pay attention to Jesus, yes, we study the Scripture, yes, we pray and seek God's will, yes, all of those things are true, but guess what? Each of you is to be Jesus. Each of you is to be what happens when the divine and the human comes together. Each of you is to be that presence in the world that is good news. And in the Eastern Church, they even recognize that. They talk about this process of us becoming divine. Because we are pretty clear about the human part. Just hold a baby. That baby's being pretty human, right? But we add to it the expression of divinity. So as you come to the table, as you make Eucharist, think about the people who you are, God for them. You are their closest contact to being loved, to being appreciated, to being celebrated, to being healed, to being listened to, to being advocated for. You are that, day in and day out. And then give thanks for the people who do that for you. Because when Jesus went away, he said, I'll be back. But he didn't say, hold tight. He said, be the bread of life for one another. Thanks be to God.